0: Up everyone. Happy Monday. Uh, welcome to Res Hockey. It's uh we're at episode 42.
1: Oh wow, 42. Really?
0: Yeah. Um, you just heard my brother Sean. Uh, unfortunately, Bush isn't with us this evening. He's unable to attend because he's working. I told him to take the day off, but he's more uh, up, he's more worried about making money than. Doing this podcast, so Bush has to get his priorities straight, or most most likely he'll end up on waivers.
1: <laughs> just just go to a res turkey and make a thousand bucks in a weekend. You're good for a week.
0: He used to do that. I don't know why he still doesn't do that. So
1: well, he's an old timer. you get half, get five hundred bucks.
0: Yeah, money's money. So uh, my brother Sean's able to join us out of his busy schedule. So. What are you up to?
1: Not uh, much. Monday evening, relaxing, doing laundry, packing before I have to go back to work. Make sure to get the uh, week, week ready for my boys and while I take off to work.
0: When you go to work for the week seven seven days, what do you take? What do you take in your uh, your luggage?
1: A twelve pack of that sugar-free graterate and a twelve pack of water. That's and it? my and my iPad.
0: Do you take clothes?
1: No, I leave all my. I just go with what I have on because I have work clothes over there, and all my. I have all my gitchies, my shorties, do, and Do you
0: wash them or are you just? Eh, I'll wash so them. Wash when them I get back.
1: No, I wash everything before I take off, and I have my towels and everything, shampoo, all that over there. Second set.
0: So you work out of mine, and do you get the same room every? yeah every week yeah like yeah. no one goes in your
1: room i'm the only one in my room so i got like two closets and two everything two drawers got four pillows on my bed <laughs> four pillows is that uh you just i guess uh, me and Bernal record we were in the same wing and uh, we are walking down the room and we seen the la- the cleaning ladies leave a room open so we snagged all the pillows <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Grab some yeah, clean sheets and get some new pillow covers and took them to our room. <laughs> uh,
0: our guest for episode 42, he is from El Zapotok, First Nation, which is in beautiful New Brunswick. Uh, it's I always call call it Big Cove. Uh, he played in Major Junior for Halifax Mooseheads, where he won a Memorial Cup. He won Best D in the Maritimes Junior League. He played college hockey for Santa Fe and University of New Brunswick. Our um, guest for the show is Mr. Trey Lewis. So Trey, we, it was a good interview. Uh, we talked off the, off the show and we had a good laugh. So, super nice guy. And so I'm honored to have him on the show. So looking forward yeah. to that one later on.
1: And he played in the British Elite League. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah,
0: he played, played in a year over there, and he had uh, hip problems, so.
1: There's a few yeah. players on the podcast from that are from Big Cove.
0: Who else did I have on?
1: Oh, we had a couple couple episodes ago. There was another guy.
0: That was from Big Cove? I think so. Hmm. Big Cove. Uh, um. I think you're right.
1: All right, they don't cool. put, like, a team in.
0: Yeah, uh Trey said that they have they're gonna have a senior team. Uh they had a senior team before, but due to COVID, things were shut down. Um, they have a good uh good uh res hockey team called the Oilers. Um our buddy Creighton Sunny passes on the team. He was cousin of the week last week, so uh they've won a few tournaments this year. So I'm trying to look. We had was from Big Cove. Hmm. I can't think of it. Oh, well. Great oh. people. Great community. Um, Played played for them a couple times, and they always treated me top-notch. So, hello to all the people out in beautiful Big Cove new, in New Brunswick.
1: Is Tough that the hockey night in Canada or whatever?
0: Oh, uh, they week. want Hockeyville.
1: Oh, they yeah, Hockeyville
0: okay. a couple of years ago, and Trey said the arena's almost complete. So Bush and I were going to go down there for that weekend for all the hockey festivities and go sign some autographs. Hopefully, bring our <laughs> hockey bag, sit in the lobby, flex the stick. Hopefully, get picked up for one of the one of the two teams. But he doesn't know. He hasn't heard nothing yet on which team will which teams will be playing. So be cool if, like, the Leafs go there. Have Matthews. Montreal, maybe. Yeah, Montreal is close. Have Matthews there. Just rip up the rink. So great interview. Thanks again, Trey. Cause of the week. Cause of the week for episode number 44. 42, sorry. It's Mr. Chris Houle. How, Houle, H-O-U-L-E.
1: Houle? 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 Houle?
0: Houle? Houle let the dogs out.
1: Cool. <laughs> 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 uh, hey. right. no yeah, that's one strike.
0: Chris, Chris is from the Chippewa of the Thames First Nations in southern Ontario, and actually, he uh, played some hockey. He played for London Knights. Played uh, played minor pro, so he had a good goalie career.
1: You know what I've started to notice now about your shutouts? What they're starting to get further and further away now. What do you mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like they're going all over Saskatchewan, Manitoba, and now you're getting them out east, even in BC. Yeah, yeah guys, are, cool.
0: guys are stepping up. So, yeah, as I was saying, Chris has played for, like, Philadelphia Phantoms, Trenton Titans in the East Coast League, Columbia Inferno. So it's good to see that we have different, uh, different guys because of the week. And he was mentioned. Who mentioned him? I can't remember. I was just looking at that message. But yeah, he was someone messaged and said, can you can Chris be because of the
1: week? I was like, sure, man. Okay, so, I got a you know, question for you. What? If you got to interview one indigenous player with throughout that played semi-pro pro, which which would be your topic? Sent like like minor league hockey? Minor league hockey, pro hockey, you got to debut one player for a good 40 minutes. You get to sit down and have just any questions and
0: you know who would be funny? It's Holly JJ. JJ relates of Senate. Yeah, but yeah,
1: we we heard all his stories. So.
0: <laughs> I I saw <laughs> I saw him last weekend. He was asking about you and asking about everyone. Because Jason, for those that don't who are listening? JJ Roulette lived with us when he was playing pro in Thunder Bay. So he's he's like uh family. family to us. Yeah, he's like an older brother to us. And
1: yeah, same with Ivan.
0: Yeah, I too. He got a puck in the eye in a cheekbone when he was here in Kenora. So he was wearing glasses all, all weekend. <laughs> he had a big, big uh bruise. Lucky he didn't get that closer to the eye. I don't already. know. Gino Ogic, too told us a bunch of stories. Yeah, Gino was good when we mm-hmm. sat down when we
1: played with him that one year. Oh, you know, I like to talk to it probably like somebody like Sandy McCarthy.
0: Yeah, Sandy McCarthy would be a good when he had a lot of good fights. Yeah, love, uh, he played in New York City, which is probably or even Aaron Ash. I messaged Aaron, Aaron said he'd come on the show, so we just have to plan, plan something.
1: Or, so, like, what it was like to play in the 70s from uh, Reggie Leach.
0: Yeah, Reggie is another guy that who agreed that said he would come on the show. He's just got to work around their schedules. So, um, I don't know. That's a tough question. Yeah. Maybe a few, and I'd say. It might be, like, someone who played, like, when there was a lot of racism. I mean, there still is racism, but someone from the 70s who just, like, experienced it and when it was just the norm to do all this crazy stuff. So someone from the 70s, but I don't know who.
1: Yeah, because there are not too much in the 80s, probably just Trotchier.
0: Oh yeah, trots I had his number on my phone and I got a new phone. So I freaking I don't know what he did with his number. He pocket dialed me one time and I got all excited, thought he was gonna he wanted I to talk, talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> she just pocket dialed.
1: Are you gonna go to the Winnipeg ball game, you can say? Or? Yeah, can you uh wanna meet up and uh, you can try my rings again? I'll so, take you to Harvey's. I can't remember who freaking. I'm just looking at my oh
0: Kyle. Kyle Cornelius is the one who uh recommended Chris to be cuz of the week. So thanks, Kyle, for your recommendation. I was looking through my messages trying to find. So, right on. If you know anyone who wants to be cuz of the week, or, or if you want to be cuz of the week, shoot me a message on Facebook and uh, we'll make it happen. So, it's always good to have the listeners to give them recognition for helping us out. So,
1: I'm just glad it's getting out far, like far east and far west now, and you're getting more listeners. That's pretty Aiden.
0: cool. I think our all-time high listeners was over fifty thousand when we had Ashley on the
1: on the show. So well, we'll hit fifty one because my voice is on the podcast tonight. Probably gets kicked off Apple. <laughs> <Yes. laughs>
0: shoutouts. Do you have any shoutouts for all your all your buddies at the mine or anyone?
1: I'll I'll take a shout out to my youngest son, Aiden, and his tykes is it under seven under seven i think the Tim I Horton think so. flames they just finished their season on saturday so and he's, he i actually had, actually had a full season most of it anyways better than Good his first f- year
0: how is he and, liking that is he like liking it more? for
1: next year yeah big improvements even though he didn't really skate that much this year so like only on the ice twice a week that's not too bad
0: at a boy Uncle's proud of you and keep skating and keep working hard, boy. He'll probably be better than your dad already. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't, I can't think of anyone. Oh, just a bush. And thanks. uh, Thanks for being a ditcher again and hope you're working hard. And and the spuddy, Mr. Freeman White. Uh, Spuddy's a big, big supporter of the show and he helps me out when I'm in a jam and i can't think of anything to talk about so yeah oh and i got cards man i just want to give out a shout out to a friend of the show trevor from brandon manitoba he uh i was got some stuff in the mail today i got an envelope full of hockey cards and i was just pumped uh sean and i we used to collect hockey cards as a kid back in the 90s well we weren't kids but oh
1: well, yeah yeah
0: but, yeah, hockey cards is coming back again, so I'm happy. I think it kind of pumped, pumped me up to start collecting hockey cards again. But just do Indigenous cards. Like, I'll b- maybe go buy eBay or – because I don't want to – I don't know.
1: You know, for uh, Upper Deck, the year that McDavid's in there, for a hobby box, uh-huh. it goes up to 800 bucks.
0: 800 bucks
1: box? Just for a oh. box.
0: I'm still mad at Nick. Well, not <clears throat> mad, but he got a Connor McDavid Upper Duck Young Guns card. And he wasn't much in the collected. He was just just like he didn't know the value of it. So the kid put it in his pocket. He goes, Hey dad, look what I got. And he pulled out a Connor McDavid Young Guns. And now it's worth like lots.
1: Yeah, you could probably look at it over like what? Crosby's is like 10 grand.
0: So now it was has a big dent and it. it. was like, okay. But yeah, what can he do?
1: You and are the our, our brother-in-law, Trevor. He has a Sidney Crosby autograph, one of five. Really? And, and that Beckett, there was a Beckett like last year. Same one. It was number three, and it was sold for thirty thousand dollars.
0: Do you? Should he get that graded though? Like send it to Beckett to get it graded, and
1: yeah, then just keep it until he retires, and then you sell it. When,
0: a when Sean and I were collecting cards back in the nineties, I had this favorite card. It was a autographed Felix Potvin card from, I think it was like 92 when he was playing for team Canada yeah. and it was science. Uh, our dad, I even bought it at a Toronto uh, card shop for five bucks. And like, I loved the lease and I was all Because Felix Bodvin was the the next big goalie for the Leafs back in the early 90s. And idiot Sean here, he freaking spilled tea all over the the autograph. Remember? I had it on top of the dresser. You spilled tea. I don't know. What is a kid 10 years old drinking tea? (laughs) He spilled it all over the top of the dresser, and it ruined that Felix Bodvin card.
1: It was a green pinnacle card. Yeah, I remember that. No, No, it 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 was a...
0: Yeah, he was a, it was an upper
1: deck
0: card. you yeah. freaking spilled <clears throat> tea. That's funny. Ten-year-old oh. niche boy drinking tea. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> tea and biscuits, man. Or probably jam.
0: Man, was I was ever mad. I remember dad got mad at you too because there was a bunch of other cards you just spilled. But he spilled tea, man. Come on. Now you got to find me another Potman autograph.
1: Do you drink tea? Uh,
0: once in a while. What are you taking it? Probably just like milk and a little bit of sugar.
1: One milk, one sugar, large Tim Hortons. That's what I take.
0: I was, uh, speaking of Tim Hortons, I was, a lady was in front of me ordering, and she goes, can I get a large steep tea, 5 sweetener? I was like, holy shit, lady, why don't you just get like one sugar or something?
1: (laughs) Did you ever hear of the Gretzky at Tim Hortons?
0: No, what's that?
1: It's like nine sugar, nine cream or something. <laughs> like 99? Nine sugar, nine cream. It's like, holy cow. No, i never heard of that one. That's like a diabetes drink right there for sure. That's going to hurt the stomach for sure. So yeah, You're definitely get the runs after.
0: All right. Uh, Gila Fleur. Gila Fleur and Mike Bossy. The flower. Gila, the flower. Well, Mike, Gila Fleur is the flower, but. I'm not oh. sure Mike Bossy. Had it. Uh, unfortunately, they passed away. Uh, two hockey icons, two two of the better players back in the 70s, 80s. Like Mike Bossy scored 50 goals in like every almost every year he played in NHL. I think that yeah. his last year when he was hurt, he scored 32. But he was one of the natural goal scorers back in the day. And
1: I think he had so, back problems.
0: Yeah, he had back problems, and he played. For the Islanders, when they had that dynasty with Trots in the center, and
1: did dogs. you hear? Ref, did you hear what he said about uh, Ovechkin tying his record for nine goal, nine fifty goal seasons? What's that? He got nine, but he did he do in nine straight, He said,
0: "Yeah, that's <laughs> <pretty> <laughs> that was a good,
1: that was a good uh, little lie." So I so remember
0: it. growing up as a kid, Dad had a Mike Bossy red Titan stick. Remember that?
1: No, but I remember the red Titan sticks. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that was a, it was a Mike Bossy one. So and they had
1: a little hologram tape at the bottom.
0: So yeah, I remember that. So goes with same as Guy Lafleur. He's he was uh, one of the best Montreal Canadian forwards to ever play. He scored what like, over a hundred goals in one year in junior.
1: For, for the Quebec Remparts or something like
0: that? Yeah. Mm.
1: He was, I didn't know he was drafted first overall. Marcel Dion was picked right behind him.
0: And LeFleur retired a couple years, then came back, played for the Rangers and Nordiques. I st- Remember when you used to watch Rock'em Sock'em? He was playing yeah. for the Nordiques, and there's he goes in uh-huh. the corner with Cam Neely. And Cam Neely... Just kills him in the corner. Poor guy had no chance.
1: I must have been like one, two, or three.
0: Hey, yeah, I was early. Like when you go into a corner with a guy, you know he's a legend. He's one of the best players of all time. Do you hit him in the corner, or do you just do you just let him go by because he's a legend, right? I'd probably hit him.
1: I'd I'd, I'd try and hit him at least and say, hey, look, I hit I'd, him.
0: I'd pull a Cam Neely and <laughs> just mm. destroy the guy.
1: Do you uh? Do they still make Rock'em Sock'em videos?
0: I don't know. I stopped watching after, like, 25, I think. Because no, I got I was...
1: that. I had that, that bo- I had that box set, and there's like, like, 20.
0: One, did... 1 to 25. That's what I got. Mm-hmm. And I just. I, I don't know. It's probably it's boring now. Like... Not as good as hits. Mm-hmm. Not as good fights. Like, it was all about the hits and the fights, right? So
1: Well, for me, it was for the saves.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't know. That's a good question. Do they have Rock'em Sock'em? So. But Gila Lafleur was a smoker. I know he used to smoke during intermissions. Just really old school. So,
1: remember when uh, our dad used to coach our junior B team there in Thunder Bay. That's with me, Goody, John Laz, and used to, Ruthie. He used to smoke between intermissions and stuff like that in the stalls. Dad came in, we were losing one time. He kicked in the doors. They're giving a shit. He told us to flush him down. Hey. <laughs> uh, and then Wayland, too. Wayland, Asinaway, they're all getting mad at us and we're just sitting there. Hey, okay.
0: it's uh, Asinaway's birthday today. What was it? Yeah. Happy 40, 44th birthday, Buck. Holy
1: cow, 44.
0: If you're listening, happy birthday, bro. So his son, Samuel, just he's another guy that uh, we tried to do the interview. Um, halfway through the interview, his phone died. So I was like, oh, man, there somebody's going to come back on the show. Oh, uh, that's Sam- yeah, Samuel Sinaway played for the Flint Firebirds this past year in the OHL in his rookie season. so another- Yeah, I see that
1: he played like 40 games. And yeah, he did like really good. Points. Did pretty good. He scored,
0: some- he scored some good shootout winners. So another uh, – Another hockey player that's gonna come on the show. So APTN hockey night and pre. Uh, they've been going all year. They've been uh, doing a lot of good good games. Um, uh, you got the host Earl Wood hockey analyst John Chabot, former national leaguer. Uh, you got the crease language specialist Jason Chamakis. Hope I'm saying your name right, Jason, and the play by play. Is clearance iron so those guys have been doing such an awesome job with APTN? It's always uh good to hear some niche slang and during the games. But Sean was mentioning this before we were on air that it's like we're Cree, and well, obviously, it's hockey night in Cree, right? But it's a different dialect from the uh the Crees out west in Alberta, Saskatchewan,
1: They're to a long. Our, thing.
0: Long Plains, so us Cree, which is Muskegwak, we're swampy Cree, so... But it's still cool, though, and um, I hope they continue Kit to
1: do it. I think it's like Kittakasku. He shoots his scores.
0: Yeah, so...
1: That, that's
0: it's always entertaining uh, when, when Native people get excited for a hockey game. Like, there's always a lot of videos online of, like, Cree women... Uh, during a hockey game and how excited they get and stuff like that but uh they do a lot of shoutouts as well like uh front of the show name and Tyler they uh they tweet out and they get mentioned so it's always cool that they're giving recognitions to the people that are listening to to the game so i hope it continues much yeah, I, I would listen when the leafs are in the playoffs and they'll do
1: it was on saturday Warriors. i watched it
0: I was in the States. I was in Marquette, Michigan. So, speaking of watching hockey in the States, they had that uh, ESPN. Oh, man, the hockey commutator was brutal. It was, I don't know, it was totally different compared to the Canadians, like
1: like the TSN guys. Like, what's that guy's name with the glasses there? I don't know. ESPN there. Bam. He did that uh, Dion Phaneuf there. Oh, name?
0: Pierre Maguire! Pierre Maguire, yeah, I can't yeah, stop that it guy.
1: Was...
0: I'm starting to get annoyed with uh,
1: Rayford.
0: He's trying to get too big of a head, or trying to mm-hmm. be like Maguire. But
1: like at first, I liked him there. But yeah, like yeah, poor, I mean, poor. He Analyze it way too much, like you know. Like, yeah, just relax, man.
0: I feel bad for that Leah Hextall because she's just getting thrown under the bus and a lot of bad comments because she called she called the uh, Wayne Simmons and called him soft. Oh yeah. like, During live a televised game she called him soft. Like I would be upset. I wouldn't want to be called soft. So
1: and you know what I can't stand to hear is that Cassie Campbell. Like she's uh just a point annoying. I uh, don't like <laughs> to on, like watching her games when she's commentating.
0: She's mostly what west coast games West anyways, Coast so. is like
1: Calgary games or Vancouver games. So I don't even watch it. I just put on a movie.
0: Which uh, any, which conference do you think is stronger?
1: Oh, right definitely oh, definitely the East.
0: You think so? You don't oh, think yeah. West?
1: No. You see all the 100 points. Every team in the playoffs in the East has 100 points.
0: That's true. That's true. Hopefully, who won this cup last year? Tampa Bay, eh? Yeah. Tampa Bay just... Kicked the crap out of Toronto the other night. That was a like 8
1: one. Yeah. Yeah. Washington is the eighth seed and they have 100 points.
0: Wow. So I think Toronto's going to be maybe playing Boston, eh? The first round?
1: No. They're in the first wild card and they're going to be going against Tampa. There's like it's five point spread between Tampa and Boston with three games left.
0: So who would Toronto play?
1: Tampa. Holy geez. We're in trouble. Yeah. What would you rather have, like the one versus eight bracket, or would you rather go with? with yeah, like I totally third forgot
0: this. That's what I was thinking of. I was thinking like the old school one and eight, but
1: because geez. if they were to go like, they would finish in third, and they would play the sixteen, and that would be one, two. That would be like Boston.
0: Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, yeah. For some reason, I was thinking old school in like one, eight, two, seven, three, that's six, I mean. four, five. But I totally and, forgot it. Yeah, I don't
1: I like that. that Colorado. Well, the way it looks, Dallas, man. Yeah, they're gonna kick their ass.
0: Who would Toronto? Pl- I mean, Edmonton play
1: Los Angeles. That's uh.
0: Really, Ellie Kings are doing that good.
1: Yeah, they're uh, six points up on Vegas. So you know, wow. Vegas loses once, and I think they're out.
0: They're having a bad year with Eichel. Eh? Eichel's not doing much.
1: Eichel, Stone, Petrangelo. Theodore mm. on oh, that goal, he's out for the rest of the season. There, I just seen that on TSN. Yeah, I
0: saw that he made a big post on Twitter. And,
1: and yeah. his coaches there put him out to dry pretty much. So, um, yeah,
0: Robin Leonard
1: like Vegas always trading away their star players and their draft picks, and so they could do it now. And they get hit hard by the salary cap, and they can't do anything. Yeah. All
0: right, uh, with that being said, let's uh, head over to our interview with Mr. Trey Lewis. Let's go. Hey guys, Rez Hockey would like to introduce our guest for episode 42. He is from good old Olympicuke First Nation, which is in New Brunswick. Um, I always knew it as Big Cove. I guess some people still call it Big Cove, eh? Oh, yeah,
2: yeah. A lot of people do.
0: <laughs> Red Socky would like to introduce you, our guest, Mr. Trey Lewis. Welcome to the show, Trey. Oh, thanks for having me. Glad to
2: be here. So, uh, how's everything in the East Coast? Uh, pretty rainy. Uh, we finally got rid of the snow, most of it anyway, and uh, waiting for the golf course to open now, I guess. <laughs>
0: Uh, how did you get started
2: in hockey? Uh, well, I probably started uh, four or five years old uh, on the outdoor ranks mostly and uh, just started playing minor hockey at like six, I think it was and uh, kind of took off from there, I guess and and uh, we actually had a good good little group of local players that were pretty good like we we won our our province most in our league almost every year growing up, which was I guess locked out that way. <laughs>
0: How big is hockey in your community?
2: Well, it's huge. And uh, I think uh, a good testament of how much we, we love hockey is we just won the Craft the Hockeyville. And, uh, you know, that was pretty important to us. We had a couple of big losses in our community. And uh, on top of that, our rink burnt. So to, to be able to get uh, the Craft Hockeyville and get that rink all fixed up uh, meant a lot to our community for sure.
0: How is the
2: the arena going is it almost completed things? yeah the last the last i heard it was it was almost ready to go and i think they're they're aiming to open it uh september october right around in time for the new hockey season nice that'd be interesting i oh, wonder yeah.
0: who who would get to come come play there has there been
2: any rumors or any any word on the two teams no i we haven't really heard much yet i know like especially when we won, like COVID was still going pretty crazy. So I think even the team that won last year, uh, I'm not sure if they even got their NHL game because of all the COVID protocols and stuff. So I I guess we're going to have to wait and see.
0: (laughs) Who would you uh, want to come play there?
2: Ooh, well, it's funny because we actually have uh, two rival uh, native teams on our res and we got the, the Hawks and the Oilers. So if you, if you could imagine if we could get those two teams down there, It'd be uh, pretty crazy. You played in
0: the queue for Halifax Mooseheads. How was, how was that experience?
2: Oh, that was uh, unreal. It almost sometimes feels like it didn't really happen or something. <laughs> it, was, uh, <laughs> it was pretty crazy. Uh, Halifax was end up being like my second home. Uh, you know, I, I, lived, uh, I lived there for four and even I lived a year after uh, I was done playing there. And my billets are pretty much family. They come down and visit all the time in in New Brunswick. And uh, to be able to win, uh, you know, the President's Cup and the Memorial Cup there was uh, pretty special for sure.
0: (laughs) You mentioned the Memorial Cup. It's probably one of the hardest trophies to win in the game of hockey. How was that whole experience? Were you guys the host host team that year?
2: No, we actually were in uh, Saskatoon. It was the Saskatoon Saskatoon Blades were the host. And, uh, like you said, it's one of the hardest trophies to win. I mean, not only do you have to play playoffs in your own league, but then you get thrown into a tournament that, uh, you know, you just have to lose a game and and you could be out, even if you were the best team, it's so hard to win a tournament when you're, when you're playing, you know, four games in, in, in a week, it's, uh, it's something you're not used to and and it's definitely tough after a big playoff run. So that was pretty cool to, uh. To win out in Saskatoon and bring that cup back to Halifax was, was pretty crazy.
0: <laughs> you played with uh, some great NHL guys uh, who are currently in the league, like Nathan McKinnon and Jonathan Druin. How were those
2: guys back in junior? Oh, it was, uh, it, was it was. actually a relief when it came game time because I was used to practicing against, practicing against those guys all week. So I was like, McKinnon was like the fastest guy you could imagine playing against. Drew had the best hands. We also had a, a guy on our team, Martin Furk, who broke the all-time hardest shot uh, oh, ever yeah. recorded. In the, he plays in the AHL, and he co- gets up, called up to uh, L.A. here and there. And, uh, yeah, I think it was 109 miles an hour, his, his oh. shot. So that didn't feel good getting that in the, in the skates in practice. Holy man. Uh, another guy, too, that a lot of people forget about is Weger, uh, Mackenzie Wieger oh, yeah. plays on uh, the Florida Panthers and he's, he's one of their top defensemen now. And, and I, it was a cool story because he was playing like junior a in Ontario and the Moosehead scouted him and he came and played with us in eighteen nineteen, And then now he's, he was drafted, he was drafted, I think seventh round in the NHL. And now he's like one of the top D in in Florida and they're like one of the best teams. I mean, they're a cup contender this year for sure. Just another late bloomer, eh? Pretty much. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah.
0: After uh, junior, you you attended Saint FX and University of New Brunswick. How was it uh, jumping to youth sports from uh, junior hockey?
2: It was it was definitely a a tough transition. What I found, what I tell a lot of people about university hockey was it was a lot tighter hockey. You know, maybe there was there was some less skill, and I think that's changing because you're seeing a lot of guys now that play four years of university and then they they sign in the A. And you know they eventually work their way up. Uh, you know, there's a couple guys that played with me in UMB, and they got uh, a couple games in the NHLs. And you know that that never used to happen at all. But it, w- it was a good transition, and uh, I really enjoyed the four years of university hockey I played. And it's uh, I'm, I'm glad that it's starting to get recognized as really a good place to develop some players. Some guys only play their best hockey when they're you know 23, 24, 25. And, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of times they would get forgotten about or something. What did you study when you were attending school? So I, I did it's actually a, I got a weird combo here. I, I did a business degree and uh, and then after that, I did a 10 month program at UMB that was a education program. So I got a business degree and then I became a teacher, which is uh, you don't see that combo too <laughs> often, but it uh, it worked out. <laughs> is it
0: hard to adjust? like the classes, the homework and hockey while you were going to school?
2: For sure. I mean, it's definitely tough. When I was in high school, like I, I had really good marks. And then when you get to junior hockey and then university, you're missing quite a bit of time and it's just hard to keep up those, uh, those marks. But at the same time, your, 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 your teammates are, are in it with you. Right. And you, oftentimes you're in their class or you make friends with uh, with other athletes that are in your class, and it makes it a lot easier because you can study together, help each other out, and uh, you know, you're know you not just on your own drowning in schoolwork when you're missing so much time.
0: After uh, school, you went to go play in uh, the English League. Um, how was that playing across the ocean?
2: Well, it was pretty cool. Um, it was an awesome experience. Like, to be able to say you went over to, to England to play, to play uh, some pro hockey is, is pretty cool. And uh, that league, it's uh, it kind of suited my style. I think it's kind of got a reputation of being a little bit more uh, rough and tough and crash and bang. And that's definitely right up my alley. Uh, but it was, it was really cool. And uh, I was over there. My hips kind of gave out on me, which cut my career short. But, you know, by then it was it was good to fall back on the education and, oh, yeah. and come back home and home to the res. And, and I ended up getting a teaching job here and, and living here now. And it's, it's awesome. Were you able to golf while you were across? Yeah, yeah. They, they yeah. got some uh, some really, looks like something right out of the, the Tiger Woods games. You know, it's, <laughs> it's pretty cool up there. And it, it looks like it's out of a movie. There's all the sheep in the fields and stuff and stuff like that. It's, uh, it's pretty cool.
0: Uh, do you still play today?
2: Yeah, actually, uh, just recently, a couple of years ago, I took over our local senior hockey team. And so we we're the LZ Hawks for senior hockey. And we're just got word that we're going to start up our league. We were shut down for two years because of COVID. And uh, we're just going to, we just got the go ahead that we're going to start in uh, October again. We're going to get some new jerseys. You got to look good to play good. Right. And uh, you know, looking forward to that. So that'd be cool.
0: When you guys uh, get your team together, do you guys uh, get players from other communities, other reserves, or
2: is it just, everyone from your com- own community so it cha- it did change for this year so upcoming we're going to be uh just local which is which is pretty cool because i think we got a we got a really good team for for just a small community yeah and it it tra- it's the same with our our native team like we have a we have a really good uh the oilers from our lz booktook oilers our reserve team is really good for having you know just a small community and a lot of those players play with the oilers and they play with the the senior <laughs> hawks when we when we got the senior team going too so it's really cool to see like both those teams almost working together uh do the oilers have any uh reserves that are have a rivalry with like uh, i remember it
0: was like millbrook yeah know? yeah that was well, a we, crazy we usually game. have a,
2: a rivalry with uh, millbrook and like Shubby. Uh, those guys, we always kind of get in tussles with them at the tournaments. I know we've said a couple of years in a row, like we're not going back to their tournament. But then we always end up going back uh, to the Churro tournament, the one you were talking about before yeah. before we started. Uh, that that one always, uh, we get into a good rivalry with them. But it's cool because when we go to other tournaments like uh, Scotty Sachs from uh, and and he's one of our favorite guys to bring on our team when we need him and stuff, like it's still pretty, pretty cool away from the ice like what are what are you up to now these days so now i'm uh, i'm back back in elsie I'm, I'm teaching at the new school we just got a new school built and uh, i'm teaching middle school tough age but you know it's uh, i'm teaching math well, that's about my that's the level of math that i can teach middle school math the high school math gets pretty hard but yeah i'm just teaching back home and uh, waiting for the golf course to open so golf in the <laughs> golf in the summer play some senior hockey in the winter and, and do some teaching, I guess. <laughs> Who were some of the
0: people that really made an impact in your
2: hockey career and in your school and in your job? Uh, there's a few people for sure. Um, you know, a big, a big hero around home is, is definitely Everett Santa Pass. I mean, growing up uh, playing for Big Cove, you know, everybody knew Everett Santa Pass, first round pick to the Chicago Blackhawks that definitely, I think sparked a lot of, lot of uh, kids from LC's love of hockey. And, uh, you know, we, I, I grew up with, uh, my good friend, Tyrone sock too, who plays, he played a little bit in the queue, played for the St. John sea dogs. And then he plays with us on our, on our senior team. And so he's, he was a good friend of mine. We always traveled together. His dad was our coach too, growing up and he was always bringing us to tournaments, bringing us to the native tournaments. You know, he was, uh, he was definitely a father figure, uh, Jumbo Sock. He, he was a big leader in our community too in Elsie. He was uh, on the council and stuff. And, uh, you know, he was one of the, the people that had passed away before Craft Hockeyville. And so that was a big loss. So it was definitely awesome to get that Hockeyville going in Elsie. And, uh, you know, other than that, I just, I would say probably the Mooseheads organization. I uh, actually, my draft year in Midget, I I blew out my knee and had knee surgery and almost missed my whole draft year and midget to get drafted to the queue. And the Mooseheads took a chance on me and drafted me in like the fourth round. And it couldn't have worked out better, right? Like uh, it worked out pretty good. And, you know, just in my career, life and hockey and everything, I would probably have to say my grandfather too. He, uh, you know, he raised me. I was raised by my grandparents. And, uh, you know, he was – he brought me to every – every game every tournament that he could and and uh wouldn't be where I where I am now without him for sure
0: all right on that's awesome
2: um advice what advice would you give young young hockey players young hockey players well it's always uh, I never got anywhere on 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 skill I was always a hard worker and I know it's it's cliche sounds cliche but you know if if you really don't want to get outworked by anyone, I think you're going to have success in a lot of things. And also I would say, go to school. I mean, uh, we, we had talked about that a little bit before, um, you know, hockey's not everything. And it, it was sometimes it's hard to make that decision, but I'm so glad I had school to fall back on. And, you know, the fact that you can get, um, you know native kids can get school paid for and you know all the all that's such a huge advantage that we need to take advantage of it if you really want to make some change for indigenous people anywhere i always say like you know get educated take advantage of the opportunities that we get for sure yeah for sure
0: so uh who do you think is going to win the Stanley cup this year
2: oof i'm guessing you, you're rooting for toronto yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Toronto, Toronto's got a good chance. I think I would love to see Edmonton maybe get one. I don't think they can do it. I've, they've just disappointed so much lately. And I don't think they didn't get Duncan. Keith probably isn't going to get you the cup. I don't know. <laughs> um, I, I would like to see Florida. I mean, that'd be good for my old teammate Weger and yeah. uh, Huberto. I, I like Huberto played against him in the queue. And uh, I think they got a good team, exciting team. So I don't know. It's hard to say. I think if I had to put money on it right now I'd probably put my money on Florida
0: <laughs> what about Colorado you're not gonna go
2: with your former teammate mcKinnon I I do like Colorado <laughs> they've got a really good shot anytime and they got McCar too like McCarr, is, yeah he's so good it's insane they got a really good shot I honestly almost kind of forgot about them you know those <laughs> those uh those western uh u.s teams we don't hear too yeah. much of them I guess but uh no, they got a good shot. Uh, holy man, they're good. Makar. Um, I don't know why they haven't. They kind of, they were kind of disappointing the last couple of years too, eh? Yeah. So who is your favorite team, NHL team? Well, growing up, if, when we always played in our native tournaments, before we got to the Oilers and, and the Hawks, we always wore Hawks jerseys growing up. So <laughs> me, me and my buddies had grown up loving the Hawks. And they were bad for a bit and then they got really good for a bit, you know, with Taze and Kane. Yeah. And they're going back down. I think they're going to they're going to be bad for a little bit here now. So
0: (laughs) I think so, too. I think they're in that rebuilding mode.
2: eh? Oh, yeah, for sure. man, For sure. Uh,
0: what, What do you with your memorial covering? Do you wear it around or just on
2: special occasions? Oh, try to keep it for the special occasions for sure. Yeah, it's it's pretty big, uh, it's kind of bulky, and uh, well, I know like the 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 Mooseheads had hosted the Memorial Cup uh, in 2020, I think it was, and so they had invited a lot of the the guys from the 2013 team back and and all into town. So it was good. It was a good chance to show them off again, and and uh, you know feel like a feel like a king of Halifax if you're wearing that downtown, right? So so that was pretty cool. <laughs> Do you uh head head down to Montic to watch any Wildcat games when you have free time? Yeah, once in a while, yeah. It's uh, it's uh we we went down to catch a, a Wildcats game. They got a brand new rink there. Oh, it's nice. it's really awesome, yeah. And uh actually, actually Halifax is uh about a 3-hour drive, so it's not too bad. So uh me and my buddies a couple times have have even driven down to Halifax and uh, you went to a Moosehead's game and then you know, got a hotel for a night, so it's uh it's nice to have the teams pretty close. Yeah. Uh before we let you
0: go, we always finish each interview with five rapid NIST questions. Kind of a light side of the interview. Uh, have a couple of laughs, and it's nothing too serious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Question one: fried or baked bannock? Oof, fried. Number two, ever use a bed sheet for a door or curtain. A
2: hundred percent.
0: Yeah, I think that's probably like the one question that everyone has agreed in. That they,
2: they that's the good use. old university days there.
0: <laughs> uh, number three, ever see Ernest Muñiz live in concerts?
2: I have never, actually. No,
0: he's more of a, like a Manitoba, Saskatchewan, like Western province.
2: Oh, West, so, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. It
0: was, so uh, number four, Indian taco or, what was it, Indian taco or... Hispanic Burger,
2: Indian taco for sure. for sure. I almost didn't even have to hear the second option. <laughs> Fifth and last question: Can you jig? Absolutely not. No, nope. I got no dancing skills. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Trey. Uh,
0: thank you for coming on the podcast. I appreciate taking time of your out of your schedule to come on the show, and we appreciate it.
2: Awesome. Anytime, man. Thanks for having me.
0: All right. Thanks a lot, Trey. Thanks. Another great uh, interview with another great guy, another great hockey player. Um, I really enjoy doing these interviews. I think it's, uh, I hope that the younger listeners, the teenagers uh, get a lot from these guys that we interview. Um, school is so important. They always, uh, a lot of them preach at school, get your education, play hockey while you can get your education. So, it's the reason, one of the reasons why I'm doing this podcast is for the younger listeners to, to get the stories from the, the guys that went to school, that played junior hockey and played pro, and that education is so important these days, guys, it's, it's, everyone needs one. Um Sorry, Sean, I know you don't have one, but.
1: You know. <laughs> I went to college, I got my high school.
0: I did my GED
1: six times. <laughs>
2: All right, uh, before uh,
0: this afternoon, I asked Sean to make a res Hockey top five. So go ahead, Sean. I don't know what it is. I'm kind of nervous, but go ahead. Go with uh, your top five for this week.
1: Well, for my top five that he asked me to come up with is I asked, I said the top five logos for the Freddie tournament that's coming up in Saskatoon next month. So, but there's like a lot of, there's a lot of great logos, I thought. And and these ones were just, I thought they're most creative. Like number five, I had the Norway house Bruins the way they had to be. And then with the trees in the background.
0: And, and with that logo, they have like the Boston Bruins stripes, right? Like they have
1: yeah.
0: The, uh, lines. Yeah, that's pretty neat. To...
1: And then they had the trees in the background. And then that uh, number four was that, was it Miss Mr. Tawasas? And somewhere in Saskatchewan, anyways. Mr. Wasis or
0: something. Yeah, they used
1: the yeah. the Florida Ember with the with the chief logo. And that's a blue, gray, and red colors. I thought that was pretty solid.
0: With those guys, they have like matching shells, mm. nice home and away. They even have bags. Uh former guest of the show, Sydney Daniels, she played uh for the Warriors at the last year's Freddy. So uh hopefully she's playing again
1: so my third one was frog lake t-birds i thought that was a solid logo yeah this that's pretty cool. with the eagle right on top of the t
0: it's i think what they're yellow yellow and green
1: yeah yellow green like that old uh north Stars colors and then uh big guy lake with just that the big looks like a cartoon chief Oh, I mean, big guy that's out in B.C., eh? Out in B.C., yeah. I'm like, look at you having, like, a chewy tobacco there in his mouth. And then uh, Blueberry River First Nation Weekend Warriors. I like that one. That was a nice, solid logo out in Alberta. Is that right there, the Kansas City Scouts? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because the guy's riding a horse on the logo. I thought that was a, that's a very nice logo. And then, like, honorable mentions, I I like Cross Lake. I put that one on. I put that logo on. Uh, Say with the Skagginess Wings and Scrappers, there's a lot of great logos that are going to be there. Like, if those guys sell merchandise, you know, like a lot of teams could make a lot of money though, off of that.
0: That's what I mentioned a couple episodes ago. Like, if guys have like a booth and they're selling merchandise, I would buy from every team in the,
1: yeah, that's at so the Freddy. I'd end up,
0: yeah, I'd end up with 40 different teams because they're all cool and but, yeah, like, I'm looking forward to going to the Freddie and um, Bush and I will be there. So we'll be having, having merch and we're still trying to contact the right people that set up a booth. So maybe we'll just stand outside the arena if we can't afford a booth and afford a <laughs> table and just sell the back of, of Bush's truck, <laughs> save some money.
1: That's going to be what, 10 hour drive?
0: The Saskatoon, I think it's 50. 50- no yeah it's 10 hours yeah so what's so. going to
1: be on uh, your playlist then
0: for our, our music
1: yeah or are you just going to listen to uh, episode 1 podcast all the way up to 42
0: we should <laughs> yeah. just want to hear our voice and how good we sound
1: yeah, and see the difference between 1 and 42
0: yeah i it's yeah i want to listen to 1 i actually never listened to 1 um i think i'm just kind of too i'm nervous to listen to our episodes, cause I just don't, I'm kind of hard on myself. Just, and I just don't want to think, Oh, you should have did this. I should have did that kind of thing. And just yeah, really definitely. judge myself. But
1: still learning though,
0: but yeah, it's uh, good to see episode number one. We had Nate Breer and it's good to see him around the ring still. And we say hi and we'll shoot each other messages and stuff like that. So everyone that's been on the episode, they've been really good to me and good to the podcast. And we, we talk like I'll text Wacy and uh, a couple other guys to see see how things are doing, and so it's it's good to get to know a lot of these guys off off the podcast as well. So it's cool, but yeah, we'll be at the Freddy. We're gonna have I gotta order some merchandise, so I think I'm gonna change it up and change the Res Hockey podcast from the different uh, style sweaters that we had last time. So. Something neat, something new. Get some different colors of gray, blue. Some uh some some uncle sweatpants, some gray sweatpants.
1: <laughs> some Sunday sweatpants there when everyone's all hung over. Don't want to dress up and go home in jeans.
0: Why don't you just wear your Saturday night jeans from the night before?
1: Why? It'd be, all, it'd be all smelling like cigarettes and booze. And,
0: you swear it again. That's number three. Yeah. I'm sorry to the Niposh family.
1: I'm, I'm, I apologize. <laughs> you didn't tell me that until like right beginning of the podcast. I was like, can't swear. I, I haven't I swear, swear yet. So, I guess they probably speak Greek too.
0: So sorry to Joni and David. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're from... David's from West Wanapi. I'm not sure if they still live out there, but super. Uh, David's a nice guy. So, fans of the show. So, we appreciate them. And I told uh, Joni that I would be cutting down, which I have been. No swears last episode, no swears this episode. So, I'm proud of myself. That's for
1: a while Get there. A bonus. Get a bonus. Nice shit. So,
0: yeah. yeah good, uh, good list. It's always cool to see it, I think I like it more when teams are original, like than use other, like NHL logos. logos? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. So I saw one comment. The Pegasus Mohawks, they're a team from Manitoba. And they won this past weekend in Portage la Prairie at the Tribal Days Hockey Tournament. Yep. Someone this- asked. Yeah?
1: I was like, do they still use that? Uh, I remember the Pegasus Juniors. They used to have.
0: No, yeah, they, nice use, uh, they have like the Chicago Blackhawks colors and logo. Someone asked them, are there Mohawks out there in Pegasus? Because <laughs> 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 they, they use Mohawks, right? Do you think it's going to be Mohawks there? But and the guy said, no, there's usually just Korean Ojibwe's out there.
1: But, and I've seen that uh, Sagin is using the old uh, fighting suit. Logo. Yeah. That's a nice little one, too,
0: that, The North Dakota. Fighting Sue was one of the nicest logo. It, I still don't understand why they changed their logo and they should have kept it. But I guess it was, what I heard, it was like non-Native people that were against that logo. They had to get rid, the University of North Dakota had to get rid of it. So yeah. So, but when you go to a game though, they still chant Sue, like after they score and everyone still has a Fighting Sioux jersey. I don't know why they keep using the fighting hawks I mean, it's pretty embarrassing. But
1: that's the name, though. Fighting hawks.
0: Fighting hawks. Yeah, North Dakota fighting hawks. It's pretty. It's not the same. Yeah, it's not the same. So yeah, uh, Pegasus they won. They won the turning portage. Uh, Peguis won old-timers, too, forty plus. So mm-hmm. I was supposed to play with forty in that forty plus division. So I could have been a champ, but my daughter had hockey a spring camp, so I had to. Uh, uh my priorities kids first, even though I was, I was sulking today and pretty upset and feeling sorry for myself. <laughs> could have been could have been a 40 plus champ, but oh well, there's always gonna be lots of other attorneys. So how did your son do that? <laughs> <laughs> this is oh, the first, um... <laughs> and I was kind of laughing at him and joking around. I guess okay, Nick and his team had a game Thursday at 8 o'clock in the evening, and they lost that one, so they went down to the loser bracket, and they played again 11-30 at Friday morning, and they lost that game in overtime. So they were out. They were out by Friday, <laughs> Friday afternoon. Morning. Oh.
1: I've
0: never ever heard of a team getting kicked out Friday mm. afternoon, Friday morning. Like, wow.
1: That's a first, yeah. There must I'm be first. a lot of teams in that tournament, though, that I guess if it's like that.
0: Not, not really, for like the they had it from like Pikes all the way to Midgets. They, I think, they only had six teams per division. It's the men's that had lots. Like the. Timers? Yeah. They had uh, two divisions where you play for your own reserve, then the other ones that open where you, anyone could pick up anyone. So I think that's where they got most of the teams from. So, and there's only two rings in Portage. So it was kind of hard to put like, what, 10 divisions and two rinks. So I know some teams started, the tights started at 8 a.m. on Thursday, so.
1: Wow, man. Yeah, I know. So. A little too early.
0: So uh, what's better when it comes to rest journeys, playoff brackets or a pool where you play three games against, like, say, a pool of four, you play three games, then you rate yourself one to the top four teams make it, or... Or do you just like that playoff pool where the winner keeps moving, then the loser goes down no. a bracket or to, into another bracket?
1: Me, I like the like the divisions because like well in the North American you lose you win three games, then you lose one you get go all the way to the bottom and you got to win like five in a row again to get to the finals. That's the
0: playoff bracket.
1: Yeah, I don't like that. You're like you have five games on a Saturday in Kenora, I remember, and I was all boozed up. I know for the Freds of
0: you your they have pools, so then from that the winner, like the winner of the each pool will move on or top two teams move on. So
1: now when you have pools, you can see who you line up against there too if you actually win and win.
0: Yeah, I, I think I like the I like the pool better, the playoff pool, because I don't know. That's crappy. Mm-hmm. Like for the bracket, the next team, like you lose two games and you're out of the tournament on a Friday. And what do you do? Like, what do you do when you have rooms till Sunday, right? You can't cancel them. So you're stuck watching hockey all weekend. So,
1: another question.
0: Res is like like, a lot of tournaments from Manitoba, out west, Alberta, Saskatchewan, um, BC, they have just open hockey. Would you compare it to like some Ontario reserves and Quebec tournaments where they have A division, B division. A division is like the top divisions, all the good junior players, former semi-pro players. Then they had the B, like the the rack players who are who played a little bit of junior but still not good as for the A. Do you like that way or do you have it like all everyone combined, winner takes all?
1: I would go versus A versus B because you want to at least try to go with it, win there, and get some money, right? Yeah, because to go they, there and get my ass kicked or, okay, sorry, my bum kicked like 10-1 by a team that has a bunch my, of imports.
0: Yeah, Quebec is really well known for the A A Division, B Division as well as back home in Luce, Luce and loose factory in loose so but like, yeah, out West, it's all all or nothing. They don't have the different categories of caliber, so it's something that
1: I don't know. It's, it's like it's growing different. up and playing the third grade in the Goodwill, like that tournament was always evened out. Like you get a few good teams, but those teams would beat each other out, and then you have like some decent teams. And they those decent teams would make it to the final sometimes. It yeah, depends obviously. on the on that bracket, on that playoff bracket. You, I remember you know, when I was like I was
0: young, I think I was like 14 or 15 when I played with Moose Factory. I think they were called the like classics. Like the late Murray Kiesick, Pat Edwards, our (laughs) cousin, our (laughs) our junior Vincent and Mike Small. Who else? Marty was on that team.
1: They had like the Ranger jerseys.
0: No, they had like red jerseys. It was like, it was just plain red jerseys. We, we snuck out, like we lost our first two games. Then we started winning. Then we snuck out. I can't remember if we made it to the B finals, but we just snuck in the back door and, started winning and made it all the way to the B finals, I think. So, yeah, yeah it's – every tournament different, and But I – yeah, it's like, I think like, – I would like to see the A and B division for the tournaments, like a lot of – for Alberta and Saskatchewan and Manitoba because you get some teams that are just there just to play, just to get – to look good and get the chicks, right? who are B division teams playing against A division teams that, that are stacked and they'll just get mercied. So, but I can't see that happening. I don't think Manitoba or those Western conference will ever switch. Western conference <laughs> Western, <laughs> Western <laughs> reserves will change attorneys yeah. the out there. So, okay, I got a question for you then. What's the rule for jumping ship? If you're going to jump ship to another team, is it acceptable? Is it? when do you do it? When do you pull the trigger?
1: Well, you have right till game time when you play your first game though, right?
0: You're going to do it that like, yeah, that Telling the team, oh, I'm going to go play with this team instead. Sorry, guys.
1: Yeah, because I think we did that with Lack of Croy one time. I did that to Aditys and he ever got pissed off at me. And
0: I we, remember, remember when Nick and Ivan, when they jumped ship, well, the teams were on the ice. They switched jerseys when, like, during warm up.
1: No, that's, that, yeah, you're stuck on that team once you put that jersey on because you're already on the roster. But, and you're on the ice.
0: But it was before the first game. So they were able to switch jerseys. Like, they jumped ship, like, like during warm ups. It was crazy. It was funny. I think they got paid, they were asked more money. They got paid more money. So they took their jerseys off on the ice. <laughs> And put
1: the other jerseys on.
0: But, good. I but I think if you're going to jump ship, it has to be a week.
1: A week? Well, I guess yeah. so you got to look for a player and you don't want to hang them out. Or, yeah. But Yeah, I was young though. Like, I was getting money and drinking money. A yeah. C-
0: couple of years ago, I was supposed to play with uh, dolls, asked me to play for them in Attorney in Cho Lake. And I was just like, oh, I'll see what I can do. I said, I'm. I kind of gave him my word but I said, like, "Oh, I'm busy that weekend. I'll see what I can do." And I ended up playing for uh, Eagle Lake. And we, <laughs> end up winning, we ended up winning that tournament and those bunch of dolls guys were saying. So, uh you're kind of busy, eh? This weekend, Trev?" <laughs> 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 I was like, damn it. I was hoping they wouldn't wouldn't see me play, but saw a bunch of them watched and were just kind of Making fun of me, saying that I was uh, pretty busy that weekend when I was supposed to play with them.
1: <laughs> but that's what this area needs: as a native tournament.
0: Northern Ontario, like, yeah,
1: yeah. Besides, like the kids' Muskego Cup, they need a men's.
0: Like they said, the tournament in Portage this past weekend in Manitoba, the, the rink was full, which which is good to see and good to see this hockey. The rink was packed, in here in Kuwait, in Kenora. Ice was the rig was packed the whole time.
1: So like it's good that, if you. If you get the Mac sports packs, you'll probably sell it at those arenas. You'd make your money back on admissions. They should. Yeah.
0: Timmins would be a good place. Timmons, Sudbury, because you got like all Sudbury, you got Wiki and all the Manitoulin Island reserves, and Quebec is pretty close by to Sudbury, then you got Moose Factory and Cash and out of all of us, yeah, like,
1: yeah so there.
0: Sudbury would probably be your ideal. Long lap. Sudbury is big enough to host, say, like a 20 team tournament, right?
1: Yeah, I guess so. There's like 100 plus, 100 plus thousand people,
0: yeah. Too bad the, the Goodwill in Thunder Bay was canceled, but it's oh, they canceled for sure, yeah. They canceled back in February, so
1: oh, that's what three years in a row,
0: yeah. This oh. damn, damn thing that's been happening so jumping ship yeah a lot of everyone who jumps ships gets a bad a bad name for a while but it happens it. i've done it they forget about it but yeah it's uh, i say a week you give them a week's notice not like game time and on the ice and switch jerseys exactly. like nick and jj did back in the day
1: and there's a tournament at thunder bay and it's a june or july
0: it is the end of June. June 30th to July 3rd, the Casey Tate Memorial Click Cup Tournament, which is uh, it's put on by Titus Simple. Uh, Titus is a good family friend of ours, so he's putting on a tournament in honor of our friend, the late Mr. Casey Tate, the great one. Uh, we have a lot of good stories, funny stories
1: of you want to tell it? Or you want me to tell it?
0: Go ahead, you tell it.
1: <laughs> this one, uh, we were playing in Canora uh, for a North American. I Can't remember who we were playing for, but uh, he brought his wife, and his wife went out to that uh, big jackpot bingo, and uh, we, and we met up with him after our game, and then she was, she came comes to the arena all happy and excited she won like what the big jackpot like $20,000 or something like that and he takes like half the money he takes out the whole team (laughs) and and then we're all blacked out drunk and then we see him like two weeks at the Goodwill and he's like hey you owe me 50 bucks of Kenora <laughs> we don't remember that and he's trying to we had the same team for the Goodwill and he's trying to get everyone to pay him back so he could get his money, his money back to his money but
0: the uh, funny just, thing is he didn't even ask me though you just asked <laughs> you guys like,
1: yeah and he's like where's my 50 bucks uh, a lot of stories of that guy uh, it was
0: I kind of remember just sitting at the end of the bed in the hotel just and he kept on going, hey, Trev, hey, Trev, hey, Trev. <laughs> yeah, Casey, yeah, Casey. Uh-huh. The, the last time he played at the North American, he played for uh, Bearskin Lake, Michigan Lake. And I was playing for Lock Sewell, and we played them Saturday afternoon. And I gave him a wicked two-hander in the ankle. He was, holy geez, Trev, what are you trying to do? Break my ankle? I'm like, sorry, <laughs> man, sorry. <laughs> I said I'll buy you a beer after the game. I mean, later on that tonight, I'll buy you a beer. He goes, "Okay, that's that's okay." (laughs) He comes to the, he's like comes to the bar. He's like, "Where were you, Trev? I was looking all over for you." He's like, "I've been standing there the whole time." Okay, where's my beer? (laughs) What he said is all that just for one beer. But Uh, Casey
1: Tate
0: was a good man. He was well loved, well respected, and the the Nine. Nish and I have been asking Nation and uh, he's uh, he's missed. He was he was one to always laugh. a good was personality.
1: Smiling. You could joke with yeah. him. He can joke with you. And, yeah. He
0: was, uh, he was a good guy. It's a man. good
1: laughter in the dressing room. That's for sure. anyways. Yeah,
0: for sure. And we're happy that Titus is putting on a tournament, the Click Cup for in honor of Mr. Casey Tate. But uh, yeah, he was a good
1: one. Uh, I'll have to play in that one next one year
0: so june 30th to july 3rd uh go uh on facebook search click Ho- click cup hockey tournament if you want to join uh, it's for men and women first nations or uh or non first nations people anyone can play so it's 60 bucks a player the deadline is june 24th uh to sign up and the games will be on Fort Rowling First Nations at the arena there, so go out there if you're in Thunder Bay area. Go out there, have some fun, and in, uh, in a great honor, great uh, memory of Mr. Casey Tate. So he's a he was a beauty, and I miss that guy, miss his goofiness, and so I actually have a picture of of that night on my Facebook. Maybe I'll I'll post it on uh, on the Res Hockey Podcast page on Facebook. Just uh, he was a short little guy, but you would try. You would. He must have been like five five or something, but he a five, uh, six, he, yeah.
1: he was all heart. Yeah.
0: He was all hard and I do a not have brush one cut more. with
1: that little dippity-doo gel all yeah. the time.
0: I do not have one bad thing to say about that guy because he was always. He was that type of guy that would take the t shirt off his back and give it to you if you needed a t shirt. So, go out there, have some fun, play some hockey, meet some new people, and. In honor of Casey. So, before we go, hey, did you see uh, on TikTok that the island boys shoot their their heads? They don't have those. Oh, yeah. they have, oh, what yeah. are they, corn rolls or? Don't they know, don't Jamaican rolls. They don't have their hair no more, man.
1: Oh yeah, even the third one.
0: I'm not sure about that. I watched one TikTok video of them boxing. Like, I hope they don't get in a fight, man. Because if they do, they're they're gonna get knocked out. <laughs> Like, they don't know how to box at all. It's like, it was pretty
1: embarrassing. I seen one TikTok. There was like a fourth one. There, holy shit, where are they all coming from?
0: There was five of them. Five? uh, And They were all talking about all the clothes he wears and his watches. Like, who cares, man? Beat you up and rob you. They must have security, eh? Take
1: his fake teeth out there.
0: So, anything else before we go? Where's your mic? Uh, right here. I just don't know how to. got to figure it out.
1: Right oh, there. Well, they look nice. Expensive.
0: Comes from the best place, pawn shop.
1: Oh yeah. Got a deal in that. It was free. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Anything else before we, we before we go for the week?
1: Okay. I'll make, how about we make a little wager here? Okay. Okay. There's a game. Okay. Okay, my team plays tomorrow. Your team plays tomorrow. Both at seven. My place, plays Ottawa. Yours plays Detroit. <laughs> well, that's not really a bet then. Okay. Okay,
0: what's the bet then? This, my team has to win and yours has to lose.
1: No, my team, Ottawa's better than my team. Yeah, but... But yeah, hmm. Detroit. Detroit sucks.
0: Okay, whoever has a better plus minus then?
1: Okay, yeah. Whoever wins by a bigger margin.
0: Yeah, what's the what's who wins what? You have to
1: twenty five bucks. Okay. And I'm gonna if you don't pay me, I'm gonna post. Okay,
0: there you heard it, guys. Sean and I will be making a bet between the Toronto Maple Leafs, Detroit Red Wings game, and his New Jersey Devils and Ottawa Senators game. So, whoever has a better plus minus. Mm -hmm. Margin will win the bet. Twenty five bucks. That's it.
1: That's like half hour pay.
0: That's not it. Okay. Or let's do a gift card. A gift card. But, okay. That's but I gotta. But you decide on the gift card though. It's like if I win, if I lose, and I send you a gift card, it has to. It has to be my choice, and it has to be a surprise until you get it in the mail.
1: I was gonna say how was it? Well, I can't use everything here because we don't have everything here.
0: Well, same. I, I'll just make sure. So, we'll just send each other gift card, a $25 gift card. Is that a deal?
1: That's a deal. That's a deal. And they play tomorrow? They play tomorrow, Tuesday at right. 7 o'clock. Okay. Who does the Bush cheer for? Is he cheer for the Leafs too? Uh, no, yeah, I, Oilers.
0: no he's, he's Oilers. So
1: uh, They play at Pittsburgh. I'm
0: two and zero against him in in uh, bets so far, so it should be interesting. It's why it's an easy win for me every time he bets with the Oilers. So,
1: oh hey, what's his name too? It's not going to be played tomorrow, I guess, since they're on the road. Who's since that? He what's his name? Corey Perry? No, Corey Perry. Guess that. Did he retire now? yeah, they got him like a side by side last night. So he's home. not gonna no no more road games, that's it. Really? I don't know. That's what I'm asking. I don't know.
0: I don't that's a western team. That's usually I'm usually in bed by the time those guys play. Timmy mm-hmm. Solani drove the side by side on the yeah. ice for that.
1: Yeah, opening ceremony. Number, everything.
0: That's pretty cool though. It's funny yeah. that he started as a rookie with a full with
1: Played lots of hair? of hair, then now he's just <laughs> bald by the end of his career. So, oh, I was gonna say, did you know that Calgary has the best odds of winning the team? cup? Winning the yeah. cup. They're not a playoff team, though. I mean,
0: yeah, Sutter is a good coach and he has Stanley Cup experience winning with L.A., but I can't see Johnny Hockey and the Chuck being t- top playoff players. It's a totally different season. What, so,
1: they have 240 goal scores?
0: Yeah, two or but three should be uh, next week. We'll pick. We'll we'll pick uh, predictions. To who's gonna win the cup and who's gonna win what round?
1: Yeah, so. I can't remember. I said, remember. I came on the episode beginning of the year and I said, co- "I said Colorado and as a favorites to win." So, oh,
0: hmm.
1: I can't remember what the other what team from the east. I said probably I Toronto. Wasn't Toronto? I think it's somebody like Boston. I have to go back to episode what 17 and listen you just want to listen just to hear your voice listen to my niche voice my niche accent
0: can i get a oh yeah
1: i that dry side oh that's say, remember how that tiktok says it All oh, that dry side oh only call that dry side <laughs> yeah
0: i just don't want to say the effort because the f words in that
1: oh is it that, oh. yeah and, and i'm not swearing it's uh you know what you should do? You should make a Matthews one.
2: Holy oh, cow! That Matthews I or should.
1: Marner or Marner.
0: All right, guys. Thanks for uh, coming and joining us for episode forty-two, the big forty-two of uh, res hockey. We appreciate you listening, and uh, don't forget to like us on Facebook. We have our Instagram, Twitter. Uh, what else? Uh, TikTok. Follow me on TikTok, whereas Hockey, and we're on all the podcast platforms like Apple, Spotify, Spotify, Amazon, Google, iHeart, and Podbean. So wow. give us yes. Wow. So yeah, don't forget to like our Facebook page, and we'll be coming out with some merchandise. And whereas Hockey, so help us out, man. Help us help you and buy some merchandise. So. So I want to say thanks to my meathead brother, Sean, for coming on and swearing like eight times.
1: Hey, countdown from 10 anyways.
0: Yeah, so we'll see you guys next week. Take care of each other. Love each other. and Have a good week, guys. We'll see you next week.
1: Have a good week, everybody. Thanks for listening. Peace. Yeah, we'll see you.